Aloha, Starshine. Aloha, Sunshine. Aloha, Coral. Aloha, Sunshine, and aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. We're all so goddamn happy you could be here. That sounded professional. Did it? It did, for the first time in 10 years. I apologize if the audio levels are a little off, but we've just returned from our live event at Mod Palm Springs, the yearly event that, well, it's just more fun than you can shake a flabongo at. It was hot this year, though. (laughs) What? A flabongo. We'll explain that later. Um... And so uh, the soundboard, um, uh, it went through a lot that weekend, and I haven't did. really adjusted. I, kinda, I fucked with that and a whole bunch the, of speakers. All the levels, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll work on that. Um, so if you haven't joined us here in the lounge before, because we always have some new listeners after a big event. That's shocking. It, it is. Yeah. But there are new people that tune in. And um, you'll be happy to know that we start each and every episode with a cocktail. Well, usually drunk. Right. Yeah. Um, or buzz. It, it, and Cor- Coral's drunk 24 hours, so... Yeah. Coral. Now, Coral, um, she changed her stage name. It's yes. a better name. More Tiki-esque. Yes. Formerly, yes. formerly Harlow. Yes. Formerly known as... And Harlow is from what now? Well, when did you pick that name? It was from my rock rock band days. Yes. When her I used to days. perform. Yes. And so she wasn't so into that anymore. In a 1930s so. Art Deco band. Is that where Harlow came from? <laughs> I or just the Foo Fighters. I would go I see know. a 1930s art deco punk band. Would you? Sure, why not? Hmm. Would you like to join me in that band? Okay, let's make that band. <laughs> We're in a new band now. Okay, well. We can play it mod next get, year. Do I get tickets? Maybe. Hmm. You know, if you give us drinks, you can have some tickets. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Coral, officially welcome to the show. Oh, exactly, thank you, yes. thank you. I hope you'll be by many more times. Oh, I will. Uh, so we have a cocktail, and we are using up some of the ingredients from Mod Palm Springs. Now, that's in a, a yearly event mm-hmm. uh, hosted by Rory Snyder and Shag himself, the artist. It's a weekend-long event, and uh, you can listen to the episode before this one, which is episode 340. Yes, yeah, so we all ditched you for. Yes, but we still had a good time. And that's we good. We may do. Good. Uh, and um, You're resourceful. But we had an odd amount of liquor left. Yeah, I think like we've. Exp- I just Normally don't we think- run out, and then yeah. we have to go to like Rite Aid and throw anything. You in know a what? But you made an excessive, excessive amount of liquor because I didn't want to run you out made again. So four drinks for yeah. this one. So- four drinks, and I made three gallons of each. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't that people weren't drinking it. It's just that you made triple the amount you usually make. That could be it. Yeah. Well, I'm and- happy you had extra. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm enjoying some now. We can so drink it for weeks. You're drinking, and I'm, and we're drinking this one because it's really easy to tell people how to make yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, you are having a vanilla greyhound. Are you having that? Or are we having? We're having that. We did have oh, that. Oh, you yeah. Well, okay. So let me talk about the vanilla greyhound, okay. which is um, we're on to our second. I normally drink. don't use pink grapefruit juice, mm-hmm. but it's perfect for this uh, because I think the pink with it the vanilla it, it does. It's pretty. Yeah. And um, a cocktail should either or both. It should have. Um, a dirty name because people will want to drink it. Well, you or, will. Or it should be visually, <laughs> visually pleasing so people will want to drink yeah. it. Yeah. You know, some some tiki drinks look like that dingy brown color. They, but taste, they taste incredible. Great. Yes. But, uh, so, you know. Yeah, and it's got to be one of those things or it has to taste great or a combination of all three of those things. And um, so to make a vanilla greyhound, you take. Um, equal parts citrus vodka and vanilla vodka. So normally in a Greyhound, you'd do like three ounces of vodka and about three ounces of the grapefruit juice to fill. And it doesn't even require shaking. So one and a half ounces vanilla vodka, one and a half ounces of citrus vodka, um, and then top that off with uh, crushed ice and um, the pink grapefruit juice. Mm -hmm. I added 
a dash or two of grapefruit bitters and gave it a stir as well. But it's just a different take on a Greyhound and it's really simple. Greyhound is one of the most mid-century modern cocktails uh, ever there was, sure. along with the one that I'm drinking right now, which is the Rum Hatton. Yes. You can go to zentikilounge.com, and you can click on our cocktails link, and you can get my recipe for the Rum Hatton. And I don't care for Manhattans. No. No, I don't like. Well, Rum Hatton. I don't like a. Tri- I don't like whiskey or. I don't like I'm, whiskey. Yeah, I'm not a whiskey. Yeah. And then the girls right now are drinking. My version of a Tom Collins. Which is very good. Delicious. I like this one. It's a gin Collins. Mm-hmm. Um, Harlow, sorry, Coral. Mm. Coral and I went to the casino a few weeks ago. Yes, we did. And she surprised me when she said, I want a gin drink. She likes gin. I love gin. Yeah. And um, and so uh, we looked she at the menu. She brews it in her house. And the bartender's there at Harrah's Southern California at the Spiked Lounge. Uh, outstanding craft cocktail Bartender. They do have a good bar for the middle they, of nowhere. They really do. And uh, so they made her Aviation, which is a classic gin drink. But this one has um, green blue, chartreuse oh, and green. another something blue in it. Yes. Uh, oh, creme de violet. And it looked like a fancy adios. <laughs> it, yeah, that's true. It kind of did, but it was very potent. So you like gin drinks. I do. Just like gin well, drinks. And I like this drink. So mm-hmm. Tom Collins. So um, Tom Collins is just usually sour mix uh, with gin, and mm-hmm. you top it off with um, club, club soda. soda. But I, I made my own Tom Collins mix by taking uh, two parts lemon juice to one part lime, and then um, sweetening it with sugar, so just like making a sour mix. But I also added the zest of those limes and lemons to the... Um, the saucepan while I was melting the sugar down, so it brought in more of the citrus. I picture him like a witch at a cauldron, yeah. making mm-hmm. syrup. You know what? If I had actually a big like cast cauldron, iron cauldron, you would do that it. would be a lot of fun, and I would cackle. That would be and, awesome. Like, yeah, we should look. Now into I know that. what you're getting for your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> we need to look into that. You need to stand outside <laughs> making syrup to scare the children outside. Um, but go ahead and go to zentigelounge.com. Click on the cocktails link. We've got plenty of recipes there. And I think it's time we go. Um, we keep sipping our cocktails. And uh, if you tuned in for the tiki, great. If you tuned in for the cocktails and shenanigans, great. And if you tuned in for other. Other? Well, they yeah. need to tell us what we're other gonna, is. We're going to have some other this okay. week. I'm still full on sushi. I'm uncomfortably full. You had like three pieces. I ate dinner before that. Oh, yeah. All right. It expands two dinners. I know. It does. Yeah. So we'll be right back with um, Tiki Mail. <laughs> what every man wants to hear. Oh, and broken. That looks like an old sack. Yeah. It's kind of dingy. It's not that old. You need to get a new sack before you get married. Your groom's going to run away. You're being mean. You yeah. <laughs> well, don't invite lift. Coral on the show with us anymore. Some, it makes me mean. Some guys like a droopy sack. What guys? Old 80 year olds? No, that's actually like a fetish. Just like lemon guys, party men. No, like guys who will actually like put like extenders on their sack to make it hang further. You know what? If I could do that to the senator, I probably would. Those are tribal men in Africa. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like li- next door, almost. I mean, not my neighbor necessarily, but your neighbor does that, huh? No, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go anyway. your new neighbor. Look through the window. I want to meet so, your neighbor. <laughs> so tiki mail. So uh, Todd says, "What is your favorite hot coffee drink?" recipe 
Uh, I remember you stating that you had uh, a few on the Zenti Lounge. Well, you know what, Todd? That's right. I do. So I'm going to actually go to my own website. Now, my favorite iced coffee drink is called Iced Lava Java. Yes, I like that one, too. Starshine likes that one as well. And I don't like alcoholic coffee drinks, hot coffee drinks. I like my coffee as God intended. Straight. Straight. (laughs) (laughs) That's rude. (laughs) I like a little cream in my coffee, but Um, (laughs) I don't like hot. I don't like alcohol. I don't Mm -hmm. just don't like hot alcohol drinks. No, I mean it's okay. I mean a lot of a lot of people don't. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Ice Lava Java, for example, zentikilounge.com. Click on the cocktails link. Uh, it's rum with amarula, which is that African like uh, cream liqueur. So it's a little interesting. Um. And of course, coffee and some other ingredients, a little bit of spice. You've made a different one though with coffee though. Also, yes, and and that's the dusty rum barrel. I think I like. That's the one I like. So this one is served hot, and this one is demerara rum, brown sugar syrup. There's cardamom, anise, clove, fresh whipped cream. Uh, you garnish it with um, toasted coffee beans, and that's a hot coffee drink. I don't particularly like and, clove. And I that, love clove. And that like recipe. Clove? I don't think I like clove. I like the way it smells, but I don't necessarily like it in drinks. That recipe is also available on, on zentigalange.com under the cocktails link. So the Dusty Rum Barrel, actually, the thing about that one is it's actually a really good Halloween and holiday coffee mm-hmm. drink. So it's the perfect time of year Um you need so that was um, that was Todd, right? That was Todd. Yeah, Todd. You need to go uh, to zentigalounge.com and get that one. Um, the the one thing that you will need to get um, to make this one work is the spice brown sugar syrup. Um, you can buy it off the shelf. Uh, Monin, M-O-N-I-N. They do make a spice brown sugar syrup that works well in this. But I do have a recipe for my own. I do like your spicy rum that you make in coffee. Well, and you can, and I don't actually, oddly, I don't put my very spicy rum in this mm-hmm. drink, but you absolutely could substitute that with the um, Karuba, but not with the Demerara. You need the Demerara rum in this to add just that hint of smokiness of course. and molasses. Mm. Smokiness. Don't forget that, Coral. Mm-hmm. You got that, Coral? I got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have some other email here. Let's find it. You're not prepared. No, I kind of. Now am. we have to sing. Sing something. Could you? Um, Here it is. What were we listening to at the sushi place? Voice to men. I'll, I'll make, make love, love to you. you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so we go to we go to we go to sushi to um, go through the uh, casting book for this uh, murder, murder mystery, mystery masquerade. <laughs> you call it a casting book like we're doing I, theater. I don't know. <laughs> And we're sitting there when we're eating sushi. It's a sushi place that's been across the street from my house for years, and I've never gone. Pink tuna. It was good. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, we went. Yeah. We like the pink tuna. Yes. Yeah. Um, pink tuna, tasty. When in town, visit the pink tuna. That was for the senator. Yeah. He'll yeah. <laughs> um, be like, I haven't been able to visit that in 16 years and, or something like and that. And sweet, sweet Julie. Sweet, sweet Julie. Mm-hmm. So Rita says, please, please share the pink squirrel recipe. It looks like something you shouldn't put in your mouth, but I want to. How many cherries for the garnish? Oh, my God, Rita. Has she had the pink squirrel? Probably not. How do you feel about it, Starshine? I think it's heinous. I I, I can't even... You, you ever seen the Clue movie where she's like, flames from the side of my face, but she's so flustered that she can't no. talk? Flames from the side of my face. I mean, I've seen the Clue movie, but I don't remember. You don't remember? That's the best part. But no, I, to me, the pink squirrel tasted like Pepto-Bismol. Well, it looks like Pepto-Bismol. But I haven't tried it yet. You haven't tried it yet? Mm-hmm. But a lot of people liked it. They did. Yeah. So now, to clarify, 
Patrick from Milwaukee wrote in, and he said the pink squirrel was invented at Bryant's in Milwaukee. Well, Patrick, did you listen to the last show? Because that's what I said. Maybe did, so or did drunk. I? Or or I was drunk. I could have accidentally said a different city. Like maybe. Um, maybe you said a state. I could like have just Minnesota? said Wisconsin or Minnesota or, or not said Milwaukee. Maryland, Maryland Montana. Modesto. Maneka. <laughs> I said Modesto. Um, <laughs> Modesto. But yeah, it was invented at Pat, uh, at um, Brian's Cocktail Lounge, which what has been around for decades. What did you think of decades. the pink squirrel? Actually, um, I oddly think it's a tasty dessert Do cocktail. You? I don't yeah. like it. It's. Way... I'm not saying that you make you don't make it bad. It's just not my. And here's the recipe for it. I just don't care for One it. One ounce. Uh, creme de Nujo or Noajo, which is and that's N O Y A U X. So it's no, it's an no almond sure. liqueur with red coloring. Yeah. And then one ounce of creme de cacao, which is chocolate, the white clear chocolate liqueur. But here's the thing, though: to make this drink without it being putridly sweet, you need to get that creme de cacao in um, 30 percent alcohol if you can find it instead of the ones that are like only 15 percent i don't like and they chocolate do make drinks it. either i think that may be another um, so it's a chocolate almond drink and then it has three quarters an ounce to one ounce of cream i'm like salivating right now like because i don't want to drink it you know it like when you delicious Ugh. and you don't like very sweet things do you no but i like almond and i like cream well you're gonna try the pink squirrel mm, okay and then and then you shake it and serve it without ice in an aperitif or small martini glass and you garnish it with um, two or three maraschino cherries on a skewer. Or you go to skewer. the store and buy it in Pepto-Bismol bottles. <laughs> that would be peppermint. That would, that would not be and good. And alcohol. So yeah. there, there you go, Rita. Um, and Jason from Riverside says, I want to impress my rum snob friend with a bottle. Oh. Price isn't really an issue, but I want to get him something for his birthday that is good for sipping and making cocktails. Help, please. Thank you for your work, and I love the ladies. Cheers. You should be able to answer Cheers. that pretty easy. I, well, actually, it's actually very difficult. What's that stuff I bought for you? What You sent me on a mission to buy that. Uh, what did I buy for you? At, Bef- at uh, Total Wine? No. I don't Vendome. Know. Oh, the silver ray cacao. Yeah. Well, I I wouldn't recommend that for this request. Not for well, this sipping. If your friend is a rum snob, I'm gonna go with something that is um, a classic styled rum. So, what I'm going to recommend is that you actually get a pair or a trio of rums because you said price wasn't an option, and I think a rum snob would really appreciate this. So one of my favorite rums right now is the Rum Clement VSOP. It is a French rum from Martinique, so it's kind of, uh, it's a little drier, a little grassy, um, and it, it mixes really well in a lot of drinks, but then also from Rum Clement, and it's C-L-E-M-E-N-T, they have a um, orange spiced rum called Creole Shrub. Cruel shrub. And it's a lower alcohol content version, but it's it's slightly sweet, um, and it's it's very spicy with the orange notes, mixes very well with the rum clement. And then, if you want to really impress your friend, um, you get him their new coconut liqueur. I which like is coconut. far better than Malibu, far better than even I like Cruzan coconut. It's better than that. Um, it's, I think, even better than I, I always liked Kehlani coconut liqueur. Oh. That's our own Kehlani. Where Kehlani is, was, oh. chose, was chose birthed her from. Name, and it's called Clement Mahina. And it comes in a white bottle, but um, all of them look like the Clement label. Oh, it's right label. up there. You're, yeah. you're displaying all the Clement. So I think that's a really nice trio for, you've got your 
you're sipping rum, the Clement VSOP is just great by itself. Um, rocks or neat. And then you have the Creole shrub and then the uh, coconut, the mahina, that are just great for mixing in cocktails. And actually, if you were going to get somebody something, maybe they don't have any rum at all, and you think like, well, they think they're fancier than they are. Yeah. That would be a good trio. Oh, I see. Because then you've got some fun stuff and some straight liquor. And where would you buy that? You do need to purchase that at a well-stocked liquor barn. Well, now, the, the VSOP, you can get that BevMo, High Times, uh, Total Wine, most big liquor stores. The Creole Shrub is somewhat easy to find, the Spiced Orange. And then the um, Coconut one, I think it's in limited release. That would be the hardest one to find, I think. That's a good question. Walmart. Thank you. I thought so. It's a Walmart, right? No, definitely yeah, not. The coconut one's you at Walmart. You would definitely 7-Eleven next to Boone's Farm. <laughs> it's in little bottles. Now, if you want to send us an email, you can send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. You can also go online. We have a Facebook page, and we have a Twatter, and a Twitter, and an Instagram. Got a lot of shit. Well, Are I mean, you on Snapchat? Yeah. No. Are you on Tinder? No. <laughs> I'm not on Twinder. Grinder. Twinder. 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 Grinder. Snapchat. <laughs> Or uh, we did do Periscope for a while, yeah, but no one Yeah, that kind of jumped the yeah, shark, no so I took it off my phone. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Okay, so um, we'll um, keep drinking. All right. And, um, and and we'll be right back. We have more to talk about. And we're back. I don't want to drink it. You don't have to I drink it. I want to drink but it. But Coral's going to drink it. All so right. I'm shaking a pink squirrel. For coral. I'll stick my finger in it because maybe it was just that I didn't feel good that night. But what's, the, what's the noise that a squirrel makes? That's uh, a monkey. Oh yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Like like you have nuts in your mouth. <laughs> uh, it looks like foamy Pepto Bismol. It's the same color as the pink lay that's in front of you. All right, so oh, oh, it's gonna taste I, like your finger. Coral, try it. Ugh. Let me see what you think. My of the finger pink can't even approve that. I don't like that. She didn't like mm. it. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like it. <laughs> I can taste the. Al- I like the almond. I don't know about the consistency. Mm. I think you need to have at least another big sip of it. I agree with you. I think it's the consistency. And there's an after. There's like a real sweet aftertaste. Well, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Did I mention that we listen to Exotica here in the Zen Tiki Lounge? I hope you're enjoying it. Um, I. Ugh. I went to um, iTunes Radio and I just typed in Martin Denny and found the Martin Denny compilation playlist. It's a jazz playlist set up by iTunes and um, I, I like it. It's perfect mood for this evening. It doesn't make that drink. This better. one's called the Titsy Fly. Well, somebody's that's, farting no, right now. The, the, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. It's the Titsy Fly. That's why. But I, I, I do think it tastes like Pepto Bismol. No, it does. It has no peppermint in it at all. You're, you, you just can't get over the color. It's the cons- no. It's the consistency. I yeah. Think. I think. I well, think I think it the is. dairy it's would thick. also be good for your stomach. I don't know. I don't, well, I mean, unless you're lactose intolerant. Maybe. Then that, <laughs> that's that's a whole other story. I don't recommend it at all. Um, okay, so uh, what else do we have to talk about here? Well, I okay, so let's go back to um, Mod Palm Springs a little bit. And I want to, Soda, you didn't get to experience the starshine. No, I've left. I booked out of there. But Susan, uh, she goes to all the events. Yes. And um, Susan joined us for the live podcast. <laughs> she's trying to Starshine's trying to explain to Carl who Susan is. <laughs> she's always there. She's yeah. a cute lady. She's Rory's adorable. Totes adorable, always dancing with Crazy Al in front of the band. Yes. yes. Oh, I know now. <laughs> and um and Susan joined us for the live podcast. 
as did um, Sean and uh, Maria from the Do It's. And we had Rory and Crazy Al and uh, Rod. Was Kaylani there? No, Kaylani and I took off. Mr. Schiffman was there. So you didn't play what was in Kaylani's... Oh, we we played a different version. Oh. By the way, Mr. Schiffman, I have to say the biggest of Mahalos again, and I know I did, but for the gift. Uh, Listeners, Rod gave me... He gave you a blowjob. A bottle of Lemon Heart Heart 151 rum. Now, he had a bottle. This is the older bottle, the old yellow and red label before they started re-releasing it last year, and they've already run out of that. Um, Lemon Heart 151 is, um, you know, Beach Bum Berry and Dawn and folks. This is the rum they used, and uh, it has gone in and out of production, and I'm just so happy. He, He got me, I haven't opened the 151 yet. It's that precious. But he also found me one that I had never, ever tried, and it was the Lemon Heart 80, which is the standard proof. Um... Why is it so it's hard a to dem- find? It's a Demerara. Well, it's not even in production anymore. So those two bottles right there, you cannot purchase. We need to drink them right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> you better hide them at your no. next party. I'll buy them for $400. <laughs> no. Um, but not only am I glad to have the bottles there, but I, you know, it's one of those things that when um, when the rum snobs do come mm-hmm. over, it's something that you know I'll try and we and need we'll to drink enjoy. them and just fill We're the bottle. Here. With Coke. No. We're gonna the put Coke in there. You're never gonna know. No. Yes. You're never gonna know. Mm-hmm. One day you'll try to drink it and it'll be full of flat coke. So when you when I say 87 plus rums and counting now 89, um, but who's I, counting? Who's counting? Uh, Rod, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Now, so Rod was at the podcast, and then um, we also had um, Chris and Dinah from the Out of Sights. Mm-hmm. Uh, they came by, and I I had I did mention Susan. Now let's not forget um, Stephen, sleeveless a musician. Mm-hmm. Magi- magi- He's magician. not. Well, he could be a musician too, but he is a magician. And his wife, mm-hmm. who now has her own podcast name, Violet. Violet is nice. And we played What's in Violet's Bra. It's oh. good that she did it because if he did my bra, you'd get one thing in there. Now Stephen mentioned at least once or twice that she tends to actually be a little bit shy. Like yeah. not she she talks to people but not not in front of a microphone. I would agree with that. I think that she that's I'm the same way. No issue mm-hmm. getting into that with the audience and pulling things out of her bra. She it can was concentrate fun. on her chest then. It was fun. Um <laughs> So it was, you know, it was a really good live podcast, and I know I'm missing a couple of names, and I, I do apologize, but, um, you know, the prizes we gave away were some uh, tiki mug and a lava lamp and some t-shirts and uh, just a really good time. And then Susan, towards the end of the podcast, she used the restroom. There's well, nothing yes, wrong with people that. People got to pee. No, people drink. They, that's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. And I now two podcasts in a row, I'm going to embarrass her. So... Um, she came out of the restroom, but then I had to go in because I needed to actually dump out the shaker. Uh-huh. And I came back into the room before we recorded the last segment of the show. And I said, Susan, did you have asparagus at lunch? Aw. Did she? She did. <laughs> <laughs> and she couldn't believe that I guessed. And then I said, where? And she went to Elmer's. Okay. One of the diners in Palm Across Springs. Across the street. It's very mm-hmm. famous. People love Elmer's. And, uh, and she had asparagus for their breakfast. That's where uh, the senator and I went for our, our anniversary dinner. Elmer's, yes. That place yes. is delicious. Only <laughs> because we didn't have a lot of time, and it was across the street. Mm-hmm. But it was good. And when Susan laughs, um, she kind of turns into a seal. Oh. And she does that like, <gasps> well, 
Well, Coral, Coral snorts, so that's okay. Yes, I do. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Say something really funny, and it'll happen. <laughs> yeah, come uh, on, try. I funny, got, now. I got nothing. I got nothing. Who are you getting texted from? Um, I'm actually getting texted from my fiancé now because he's out at his bachelor party. He's drunk. And um, the first text said, suck my taint. Oh, well. Which is not something that he would ever say. I don't think that's possible. It's not something that he shots. would say. Um, and then, um, <laughs> And then the next one came and it said, that was from Ryan. He got yeah, my Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't think you can suck a taint. You can lick it, but you can't suck it. You could suck it. You can suck a taint. Yeah. You can suck anything. You can have some loose... I don't even oh, want to I don't even want to talk about this. <laughs> I, I, I just know. Don't you worry should. about it. Now, Coral soaks, soaks, I wanna soaks think, a lot of things. I want to thank the folks from the Tonga Hut because at their room party at Mod, um, we played Drunk Twister. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot of fun because I... Well... I fell at one point when I lost one of the rounds, and my head went into somebody's nail or shoe or something. I don't Nails know. can hurt people. And I cut myself, and then my blood was dripping onto the twister mat, and it took a couple of us to figure out both who was bleeding and whose blood it was. Seems you know, like right? a blood. Yeah. That's kind of a bloodborne pathogens issue there. Uh, well, I mean, it, it could be. I'm, yeah. I'm fairly clean. Did you rinse it with alcohol? My alcohol. My blood is fairly sanitized. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, let's let's it be was realistic. Pure alcohol at that point. Let's be realistic. Uh, so thank you to the Tonga Hut. But I also, I just want to go through the list. And I want to say a big thank you to uh, the folks from Danger 5, Bootlegger Tiki, who hosted I'd like to two thank rooms. them because I got to shoot you with a gun. <laughs> well, you were trying to kill Hitler. No, no. They said shoot Hitler and I shot you. Yes, well. Yeah, no, I didn't try to shoot Hitler. Um, I think that means something yes. probably. And then there was the polka dots. Let's not forget the darker side of Flaming Tiki. Uh, there was our party, the mod, 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 80s dance party. It's exhausting. And then there was the Kraken Hunter Bar Presents Miss Wong Serves the Chaotic 7-8. That cocktail had a, I believe it was a type of bitters in it that I, I think it was an absinthe bitter. I mm-hmm. could be wrong. Stephen can always correct me and send me a note. I did particularly like that cocktail, but I think it was a little too stiff for some of the ladies. Oh. I'm not sure. You had it. I did. I liked it. You So maybe it was Kehlani. Mm-hmm. One of the ladies was like... It's really strong, and I'm like, oh no, I think it's very well balanced. I mean, I didn't feel good at that point. We know that was my downhill. You, yeah, Starshine actually was a little bit under the weather. <laughs> but I did so. like that drink. Yes, and and I like the decor of the room as well. Mm-hmm. And there was the boozy brunch. Of course, I had a, I tried to have a Bloody Mary to make me feel better. Yes, Is by it, the Silvas. Anything's gonna make you feel better. It's a Bloody Mary. And I did compliment uh, Mr. Silva, and I said, um, I think this is the best Bloody Mary yet. It was yet. a good Bloody Mary. It was slightly sweet, I thought. And it, we're some more spice to it. Or something. And then you were a big wuss and said their olives were too jalapeno-y, but then I ate it, and I was like, there's nothing wrong with this olive. I can't handle the spicy. It was I that, love no. the blue cheese no, olives. There blue was no spice olives, yeah. in that olive. Um, and then there was Tiki Tronic, which you didn't get to see, but they actually won best overall room. Okay. And uh, they had, so that it was music, they were playing, they had a cocktail and great lighting, and everybody was having a good time in that room, so big mahalo to Tiki Tronic. And there was Dr. Rio. From Duran Duran? No. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually a classic movie. Uh, like a spy thriller, oh. um, and another great a martini style cocktail. They went all out, and they even served in the um, the martini glasses. Oh, those nice. are expensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got a couple of pictures with those martini glasses and folks outside their room because um, I think it was one of the the swankier rooms to get a photo so of with the cocktails. Room. Yes, I, I think hope there so. are a lot of big tippers. I hope they did have a lot of big tippers. And then there was Red's Naked Tiki Lounge. 
and uh, this room gave away a tiki mug. Oh, how nice. With every cocktail, and I will tell you that the tiki mugs were popular. Well, well yeah, sure. The like room a is souvenir. Also, the room is also scented nice. Oh. I don't know if she had a candle going or what, but the room was scented nice, and everybody liked taking those mugs. Maybe it's just a scent she gave off. Maybe it's a glue. No, because she wears a perfume, and it's different. It's hmm. not. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. Uh, and then the Tonga Hut hosted the very last party of the weekend, and again, that was Drunk Twister, and that was a good time. And then you, you got hurt, so. There's the Tonga Hut, uh, both in Palm Springs and in uh, Hollywood, and you should go to them both, and that's a good time. So there we go. Um, Bernie Sanders. What about Bernie Sanders? Well, I'm feeling the burn. Yeah. I know you are. Coral's I know you are. That's why I brought it up. There. So if you listen to CNN, who hosted the Democratic debate, mm-hmm. they'll, the tell you, Fox. they'll tell you that Hillary won the debate. Yeah, did but you know you, it was a debate? The Democrats won the debate. That was an actually a civilized debate where people actually talked about things and didn't yell at each other. They didn't say racist things mm-hmm. about people. Mm-hmm. They didn't refer to um, immigrants as dirty pigs or whores. Well, but they or... also didn't rip each other. Yeah, it was a it was an interesting debate. It was refreshing after seeing the Republican one. Not that we're all showing our political colors here, but but you okay? But Starshine brings up a good point. And when you get drunk enough at a bar, it's always politics are always yeah. okay, right? Um, why would you claim allegiance to a political party? And I won't say which one. Mm-hmm. Technically, do you know there are seven parties in this country, but only two make any difference? But I'm in the coffee party. The coffee party. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I would, I will be in the cocktail party. In the cocktail, there you go. Yes. Why would you want to claim allegiance to any party that has an entire platform? Now, you may not say the platform's based on that, but all the people who do all the talking, this is what they do. They backstab. They talk down about every other American that's not exactly like them. They talk down about anyone who's not yet an American because they're dirty or lazy or stupid or they do not support women's rights. They um, do not support um, uh, greater educational goals for our country. They don't support the sciences or reality in any way. You're you're a socialist. You're a socialist. But I mean, but how can you be affiliated with people who hate Everything that is not exactly like them. If you are not fat, white, and old, hmm. the Republican Party hates you and wants you to die. Yeah. At okay. least, at least, the talking heads who are currently the majority speak. Yes. Donald Trump loves immigrants. He's married to one. He is. Yes. Now, there are, of course, members of the Republican Party, many, who aren't speaking and aren't saying yeah, what I they think. I can't believe that the majority why of the Republican Party Why do you that? keep letting these people have a voice, the people who are saying these horrible things, when there are Republicans who are very nice people, but very decent people? Least, why, I mean, take over. Take your party back. Yeah, don't you at least want to hear a moderate Republican speak? One that when they actually speak, you don't fear for your country or your life right. when they talk? Kasich I'm, isn't bad. He's, yeah, he's, he's moderate. Not gonna win. He's not going to get the nomination. It's I agree true. with you he's on moderate. Kasich. He's a moderate, and I don't. he doesn't bother me. But, okay. But the rest so of them... So one out of 14, not it, bad. And yeah. I'm a totally agree with you, but it's like, why doesn't the rest of the party like stand up and say, you people are fucking insane? Right. You know? It's enough's enough. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, so watching the Democratic debate, um, it was, in a way, it was a little boring. Yeah, but it was But nice it didn't make them. me angry because yeah. they let each other take turns for the most part. Yeah. And they didn't over-talk each other. Yeah. And no one backstabbed. The one on the far left came off a little creepy. 
Who was that? Is that the Webb. one who kept going? Yes, the one who kept going like this. Who, who had like the very stiffed posture? Who? Oh, said the he big head guy. Who said he killed someone in Vietnam? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The <laughs> big head like, guy. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. also looked like he kept grabbing people's boobs. Yeah, he came off as oh. a little creepy to me. I, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So you get rid of him. You get rid of the one on the other end, Chafee, because. It's, I mean, he seemed it's good just, enough, but... It's just Hillary and Bernie. It, well, That's... and, you know, the third guy, O'Malley, actually, I think, was a little charismatic. Yeah, but he he's won't get... He's he good-looking, too. Yeah, and he won't, but he won't beat Hillary and Bernie, but... Um, he actually, in his closing statement, was really good. That No, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I just, you know, I want to have, um, I would like there to be another Republican debate where they narrow it down more to the people who actually yeah, have a chance. Not anyone that has 2% questions. of the popular vote. Or the poll. And, um, I mean, it, okay, This here's my thing. The questions they asked at the GOP debate were chosen to incite shenanigans. Yeah. And the questions for the Democratic debate were chosen to challenge people's minds. It well, was just a totally different world. It was I just think the nature of the platforms incites those kind of questions. And of course, you know, you know one party completely based on religion and fanaticism and yeah. one party is like, well, we kind of want some science to prove that. Or well, and but the Republicans would argue that we all just want to give our money away. Well, I, I kind of do. I kind of do too. <laughs> <laughs> as long as as long as it gets me something, yeah, it improves yeah, something, no, right? I, I know, but like, I mean, well, here's okay. So I think I talked about this. No, I don't think I talked about this on the podcast. Um, down the street from here, literally just a mile and a half from my home, um, the city next to me is opening a homeless shelter, mm-hmm. and the city you live in. Gave another yeah. city, the one right next yeah. to me, money to open the homeless shelter and funny in this enough, city. My city denied that homeless shelter, even though I voted for it. Yeah. Um, so now they've moved it to the city next door. So it's a 400-bed homeless shelter that will be open 24 hours um, during the colder parts of the year, which yeah. is like never. Yeah. <laughs> so it's um, never going to be open. But we'll be one open week in but January. We'll be, <laughs> but we'll be open uh, 14 hours of the day yeah, the rest of the year. Yeah, basically gives them a place to sleep, but they have to leave during the yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. They have to leave during the day. Yeah. And um, I have my own neighbors here who are like, oh, girl, not in my backyard. But then, okay, so And you I'm just like, want- okay, so this homeless shelter is in an industrial area yeah. away from homes. Yeah. So it's a mile and a half away from the nearest home. Um, it's not like it's technically right in your backyard. Well, it, but then they're just blind to the fact that those people are sleeping around them anyway. Yeah, where are they going to go? They're already here. They're already sleeping on the corner behind yeah. some bushes and yeah. all kinds of other places. And... And already, no harm is coming. They're minding their own yeah. selves. They're, I mean, so to give them a place to live and then actually some maybe guidance and coaching and medical services and all these things that homeless people need, um, I mean, that's a lot of uh, mental illness and things and just people who just can't deal with society. I mean, come on. But it's like, it's one of those things where that's another, like, Democratic versus Republican thing. Yeah. I don't hear a lot of Republicans saying, let's take care of the homeless and rehabilitate them and help them. I hear them saying, like, no, let's get them out of the facilities and they oh, can go F themselves. They would be like, well, They're they just takers. need to get jobs. Or Jeb Bush would say they need to work more hours. Yeah. You know, yes. They just need to work more. Well, and also they probably need at least two more guns. Yes. Guns would help. Yes. They need guns yeah. and they need more jobs. Yeah, like the dude walking around my apartment today with the shotgun. Yes. <laughs> yes. He okay. does a Halloween prop. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Well, we can't talk about um, we can't talk about politics anymore. Yeah, we used to, we used to get a lot of complaints. There was about a year where all we did was rail about politics, and people complained. We stopped doing yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So let's talk about the wedding shower that you threw for me. You better say that's fabulous, or I'm going to cry no. hot tears. So um, the girls all threw a 
mid-century modern wedding shower for me. And, you know, it, I was kind of a little bit out of a loss because I'm like, okay. So it's two dudes getting married. And, and although that's not brand new, it's pretty brand new, at least in this country where we were not the first on the wagon. Anyway. That's okay. And so as far We're as planning, now. like, who exactly do you invite and whatever, you know, I just kind of did whatever I wanted. Yeah. Right? I invited whoever I wanted. And, uh, you know, I had family there and I had friends there. And um, and I this is literally the first party in 10 years where I didn't have to do anything. Well, and we didn't tell you anything. You tried. And, and you I, tried. And I, I just asked a couple of times, like, did this person RSVP? Uh, are you guys and making decorations? Are you? What are you doing? What are you getting food? I asked a couple <laughs> questions. I, um, it's not going to be tacky. Well, we're not having food at all. So I have to say, from the moment I walked in and saw the lighting and the the mid-century like tchotchkes around the place and on the walls and the decorations hanging from the ceilings and the colors and people. There was an appetizer spread that was set up that was literally, um, it was like a, a picture out of 1964. We probably could have done one appetizer per, yeah. we split it up, we said two to three, we said three food items per person helping plan, and we probably should have just cut that in half. I was, <laughs> I was per- perfectly happy that there were the traditional meats wrapped in meat, Yeah. deviled eggs, um, salmon, mm-hmm. little sandwiches, cucumber it, sandwiches. It totally um, went against everything that pumpkin would have Char- eaten. The Charles Phoenix uh, fruit tree, tree of fruit. It was better than um, a Charles Phoenix fruit tree. Yes. Come I on. also made the flaming tiki party mix. Yes, that yes. was good. That was delicious. You know what that was good? And we Dipped got the recipe cheese. from the flaming tiki. Yeah. Yes, so mahalo for that. Yeah, no, it, and I dipped it in fondue and it was good. Oh yeah, and we had fondue. Yeah. And then... Uh, Coral, Don't forget about the balls. Coral made balls. Mm-hmm. a champagne punch Meat and a balls. rum punch. Yeah. I did, I did. And she used good rum. Of course. It was good. We know how fucking Why picky are you, so you are. <laughs> uh, so, we knew you were gonna tear it apart when you walked in. We needed oh, good alcohol. No. And then it was just it was just just it was it was it was just take pictures against every wall and every corner mm-hmm. of the house. So it was at Pumpkin's house and uh, we all had to drive out to Corona. Where she lives, yeah. in the middle of nowhere. And Pumpkin and I spent about four hours the night before decorating. Yes. As to which, halfway through, half the decorations fell off the ceiling. We had to start over. It does happen. Yeah. Um, so, yes, that was a lovely evening, and I still have not sorted through all the pictures. And the gifts are actually still on my kitchen table. Oh, you haven't worn them yet? No, that's for the honeymoon. <laughs> So um, there may or may not have been a couple of undergarments that mm-hmm. were given to me that resemble... Um, Animals with large noses. So funny, yes. That I will wear. Maybe a trunk. That I will wear on my honeymoon cruise. Your mom we, liked those in a lot, I've, right? Um, uh, yeah. Well, now there was okay. So there was a listener who sent a message a couple weeks ago, actually, and said, "Oh, you're getting married. Like, what's what are the details?" And I said, "Well, you're not invited." But no. Um, well, no, I mean, because like I said, you know, you have to have been to the lounge a couple times. We have We're to not prove, invited either. Don't we worry have to about prove it. you're not a creeper before yeah. you're invited. But um, there are of there are probably. Five listeners total that are invited to the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and they live in the area, and we see them quite a bit. They do. And yeah. when I say listeners, I'm not even counting uh, Coral and Starshine because they don't listen to the podcast. I, I haven't listened to this <laughs> podcast in years. <laughs> <laughs> they just get drunk and talk behind the microphone. She like, just tells me what happens. Yeah, she call, she'll call me sometimes and be like, you were so funny. I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's like, I listen to the show. Well, I don't listen to my, I don't want to listen yeah. to myself talk afterwards. Um, whereas, okay, so true story. I'm driving into work. This is a couple weeks ago. 
and I had my window down because you have to put out your ID and use the beeper to make the arm go up to get mm-hmm. into the parking lot, but there's three lanes going at the same time. The person to my left, who also had their windows down, could tell that what I was listening to is my own voice. Because <laughs> I was listening to the podcast because I just posted it, and I wanted to make sure that it was edited well. I Years ago, you had called me at work and told me that I needed to listen to mm-hmm. something on the podcast, and I so I actually had it on my office, and my boss walked in, and he's like, are you listening to yourself? And I said, no, I'm listening to myself. So I never listened to it again. I love myself so much. <laughs> I really do. Um, so, okay. So um, two reasons I'm going to mention this. I'm getting married at Donna Beachcomber in Huntington Beach, mm-hmm. which is, um, as far as the West Coast is concerned, the last of the original Polynesian palaces. It's the perfect place for your reception. Oh, thanks. It is. Well, yeah, we're not getting married there. Yeah. We're, the reception is there. Um, the, the wedding ceremony itself is like 25 people. It's at the historic courthouse here in our county. Um, and then there's, a, unfortunately, a whole lot of hours between that and then the actual reception. I actually, what are we gonna I do? actually scheduled a doctor's appointment in between your ceremony and I'm, reception. I'm glad you, I'm glad you did. <laughs> Can I go with you to the doctor? Yeah, you can go with me to the doctor. We should go get our hair blown out. Woo! Let's there go. you go. Yeah. There you go. That would be good. I love that. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, and so then, <laughs> so then the reception is at Donna Beachcomber in the um, Hidden Village and uh, Hidden or the High Chief's room. So we're gonna have Polynesian cocktails, and then for for the my fiance. He's more of a uh, traditional cocktail, so we're gonna have uh, Manhattans and martinis and Jack Rocks. But and no things like pink that. squirrels. No pink squirrels. Good. Um, I have been making very friendly You're with with now. the manager. I like it better now. <laughs> with the manager and wedding coordinator there on the beachcomber, and they've been very helpful. Um, but if you're ever in town in Huntington Beach, or you do live locally here in the Los Angeles area, I would encourage you to head to Don the Beachcomber for the International Tiki Marketplace. And this is about every six to eight weeks they have yeah, this. It's almost they're not having one in November no there was there's an October one which yeah. just happened and then December 12th okay. December 12th will be the next international tiki marketplace and I am very happy to say that the Zen Tiki Lounge will be recording live from the event mm-hmm. behind the bar and I'm okay because we're behind the bar yeah so yeah. The, the creepers there <laughs> yeah. I mean there's creepers everywhere you know right? what is this again December 12th would you like to come with us okay yes Coral's Coral, coming. you can come. I, oh, I thought we were going to Vegas that weekend. Oh, are you going to Vegas? No, we're not going to Vegas that weekend <laughs> because I have this commitment. We'll talk off. We'll like, talk off the air. I like sitting behind the bar. Um. So I just told Michael today we're not we're not going to Vegas. It's not going to work out. Who's Michael? <laughs> the other diamond card holder. Oh, super chicken. Yes, yeah. super chicken. <laughs> Tiki chicken. Tiki yeah. chicken. He also does not listen to this podcast. So. Um, so we're going to record behind the bar, and then we're going to, um, in some fashion, yeah, we get to, you could do your Christmas shopping there, because it's the 12th, and there's yeah. plenty of time before the holidays, and um, you get all of your favorite um, tiki kitsch, some of mm-hmm. it holiday themed, some of it not, but mm-hmm. makes great gifts, whether you're looking for bottles to put your booze in, hair accessories, tikis. I always um, like the accessories. Things for your, things for your bar, purses, mm-hmm. bags, clothes, uh all, I mean, just all kinds of stuff. I will guarantee that I will have all of my Christmas presents bought by Thanksgiving, except for all of yours, so we can buy them at the Tiki Place. You know what? I'm kind of doing the same mm-hmm. thing because, again, I'm on a two-and-a-half-week cruise, mm-hmm. and I, when I come back, I need to be done. I saw this news report last week, and the news reporters were complaining because some people um, get their Christmas shopping done by Halloween now. I did and that I was last like, year. Well, then I was like, I, that's ridiculous, and then 10 minutes later, I was like, that's a really good idea. <laughs> So I think I'm going to try that this year. But you don't want to have to stress out about it. I did that last year, 
and the no, I did it last year. The year before that, I think I wasn't done until just before Thanksgiving. But yeah. it is such a stress relief. It is. You just put it. Well, we yeah. and we do everything online now. Most of our stuff online. Oops, sorry. Wow. And all of the sweaters are in sale right now. Exactly, because it's 100 degrees outside. Yeah, because everybody wants to wear sweaters now. I just ordered a, a sweatshirt online that said when, uh, Christmas is coming, but it's Game of Thrones themed. Oh. <laughs> it's so classy, Sunshine. It sounds classy. It has dire, I've never watched one It has dire wolves on it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And the Lannister's symbol. I'm so into that. He has no idea no what I'm talking idea. about. You should have more pink squirrel, Carl. Corals I think we should talk about Spartacus. Oh, oh, you guys like Spartacus. That was on the list. Did you see that? No. Oh, okay. I like the Spartacus slot machine. So, December 12th, Huntington Beach, California, we will be recording at Donda Beachcomber, and one of the things I'm very happy about is we're going to be offering a flight of cocktails mm-hmm. from the Zantiki Lounge. I think you should offer a flight from anywhere in the country. I know. <laughs> I was about to get all excited. I'm like, what? That, that would be nice. What's that so, to do with Spartacus? So we'll be, so we, so we, we'll be working on that, and we'll have more details in upcoming episodes. Uh, DonTheBeachcomber.com. Okay, so, um, Spartacus. Coral said to me, Sunshine. Have you seen the Spartacus? And I said, no, I haven't. And she said, well, there's there's hot men on the yes. Spartacus, and sometimes the hot men enjoy the men's company. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that is historically accurate. Sure. And no, I it said, is historically and I said, accurate. And I said, okay, I'll check that out. Except, actually, history, historically accurate would be an older man taking, like, a, a 12-year-old boy. That's actually his, for Roman Gross. Time. But it's true. That is yeah, historically accurate. Right. You can't have that on Netflix. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, no, no, so, you can't do that now. <laughs> about, about two weeks after Coral told me this, um, I actually, I had a really bad, like, head cold. Not a flu, but just a really bad head cold. And I missed two days of work. So I had two days off where I was just kind of like laying on the couch. And I watched the whole first season of Spartacus. You texted me and asked if I'd watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't care for the first two episodes. I was like, I don't know. But by the third episode, I was hooked. The naked by got all to of you. those sweaty, dirty pectoral muscles. And there's and a good storyline. It's not a bad storyline. It is a good storyline. And I'm actually a big fan of Lucy Lou. I'm like sorry, Lucy not Lou. Lucy Lou. No, it's so, a... uh, sorry. Uh, I'm drunk. I know. So who is it? Is it Zena? <laughs> yes. Oh, Lucy but what's Lawless. Her name? Lucy Lawless. Yeah, I yes. like her too. I'm actually I'm actually kind of a big fan of her and I think that her character Lucretia? Yes. Lucrezia or Lucretia? Lucretia. Yeah. Lucretia. Um just such a great character in this so like innocent at times and then completely evil at other times. Oh, and the women are hot on there too. You can't forget about the ladies. They are. As so well. there's some lady on lady action, some man on man action, and a whole lot of fivesomes, sixsomes, and yeah. Yeah, and there's just a lot of traditional. It was as well. a horny time. Yeah, yeah. There, there is some traditional sex if you're into that. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if that's what you like. Well, yeah. you, you do that at home. I watch that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't want to see that, that, shit. that hetero like. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's something for everyone. Sex. Yeah, there totally is. Um, so yeah, it, and there's but there's four seasons. I've already finished all four. I'm disappointed. Now, hello. At the end of the was it the second or the third season? Freaking Spartacus dies. The real Spartacus. Hey, the, but the actor. Not, spoiler alert! You're, you're supposed to say. I don't care. I don't did he care. Die in real life. Yes. Yeah, he had cancer, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, he died in real life, so he can't yeah. be on the. So other he's season. an Australian actor, and yeah. he died in real life, mm-hmm. and then the next season starts, and I'm like. So there's something different about Spartacus. Yeah. Not quite as beefy, but they were lean beefy. They weren't like beefy beefy. Um, oh, speaking well, of speaking steroids. of the right kind of beefy is Crixus. That one, I'm just saying. I, okay, 
There, I know there's a couple people out there. The girls like we I have don't a know. we have a smattering of a gay following to this podcast, and so I know that you know what I'm talking about, Crixus, and um, and then there's the gay couple of gladiators. There was like the gay couple, and they were they were kind of fun to watch. But I mean, a, a, it was a really good story, and it was theatrically it was very cool. So I'm glad that. Coral, I'm glad I you like, turned you me on. You know what it. I always like? What'd you the, like? I like the auction part where you get to pick your pick your man. Buy your man. Yes, when they're all lined up naked and you could pick. They had loincloths on. You knew there was something under that loincloth, though, right? Probably a penis. Yeah. Hopefully, that would be a bad <laughs> surprise if you bought yeah, it. Yeah, I remember. They were the eunuchs. They could be eunuchs. What about yeah. the guy with the giant penis who got it chopped off? Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all like, well, let's see how big this is. And then, of course, somebody wasn't happy with that, and they cut it off. So you can't really live at that point, right? I mean, yeah, how do you I think pee? You can. Wouldn't you just get infected and... Okay, this is the one thing about that show uh-huh. that, in my mind, because I'm thinking scientifically, <laughs> yeah. that I just kind of... I, I got over it after the second season. Yeah. But it was hard. No one ever died of an infection. Well, all these wounds—they were like literally with like cat of nine tails and like battle axes. Yeah, and they don't like get infections. Chunks of skin ripped out of them, but they weren't dying because, of infection. Because you can get castrated and be okay. You yes, know? but you, if you got your penis cut off, you would but, die. No, you wouldn't. How no, you would wouldn't. you pee? You would. Well, so they. Uh, I will tell you exactly because uh, don't know why I don't. <laughs> um. So if you were turned into a eunuch, but a eunuch or you were is getting castrated. Correct, but then there's a full eunuch. Yeah. They actually remove the nub of the penis as well. Okay. They would actually sterilize um, like a, a piece of um, wood or something like something that. Something like, like a poker, a fireplace like a straw poker, or something like that. And, and they would actually, it? I don't. They might burn it or something like that, and then they would. Um, Insert it into the urethra, yeah, so, so that, that a, hole a hole remained as it healed. But if they actually chopped off your penis from the base, I don't think that that could be. I can't believe we're even discussing. No, I think this. that's what. Yeah, but so, if they cut off the nub, I could see that. But if they cut off like the whole chunk a of it, a full eunuch was yeah. the whole thing. You were flat. I don't see how that's possible. I still don't, I don't see know how that's either. possible. I'm gonna have to look that up online. He was no longer needed on that show after that. After they cut his penis off. Yeah, they killed him after. They crucified yeah. him, actually. Yeah. yeah, they crucified him. There were quite a few crucifixions. Yeah. Well, that was normal. That was yes. the way that people were... I mean, you gotta go that way, yeah. right? Yeah, executed, so... Similar um, to Saudi Arabia right mm. now. Oh. Yeah. Okay, now let's talk about this. Yeah, we don't have much time left. I know, but let's talk about it. So... Put that pink squirrel Coral, in it and make Coral drink Coral, it. Coral, you purchased a flabongo. Right? Did you say it yeah. right? Yeah. I think it's quite clever. Flabongo, flabongo.com. You now, know that someone was at some drunk party and saw a flamingo lawn ornament and ripped it off the lawn? Well, totally they did. Totally they and did. Cut its beak off. So uh, everyone has seen the classic uh, pink lawn flamingo, which this is modeled after very well. And if you were to flip the flamingo upside down, of course, the body of the flamingo makes a nice size reservoir so you're, for you're pouring it into the, the liquor, the alcohol, vagina. or heaven forbid, beer of your choice. Well, but beer would go through it smoother. It would. Yeah. Or if you need to hydrate. And then, but, you know, beer and would then be easier to drink as you it. tip yeah. it, the alcohol will flow down the long neck and it would come out the beak. So they've had to cut the tip of the beak yeah. off. And then you kind of... A nice watery a nice watery Bud Light or Coors Light or a Corona on a hot day. Would be, um, I like Coronas. So you that can go to, to flabongo.com and you can get one. 
We're gonna have to use this on the next show, Coral. Yeah. yeah. I, you need to buy some beer. I'm not drinking beer. Drink some Corona. No, it makes me feel so. Oh, Primo. Drink some Primo. You can serve it to me and Coral. All right. Yeah. Beer's not going to kill you. You can load it for But you really can't drink. I mean, a bong is meant for beer. A beer bong. You're not, you can't put. A flamingo beer bong. Yeah, you can't put a a hard alcohol drink through a a beer bong. It's too much. You could. You could, but I don't think it'll It might come up your nose. Yeah, you'd vomit it. You know what else this could be used for? What? Like if you're a lady and you're on the freeway and there's a lot of traffic, oh, you could pee I could just it. see that you could just maybe you could just do and then it would shoot in your, your penis face. Would definitely be okay. Well, no, it wouldn't shoot in your face because you have this big reservoir to fill up before it goes down the neck. I don't know. Sometimes and you then pee. and then and then when you get to a part where traffic is actually stopped, you just take it and pour it out the but beak you know out what? the side of your car. You'd need a stopper on the beak. You know what? I just gave the flabongo yeah. a whole nother use. Or you could just use the kombucha bottle. <laughs> That's. Why don't you tell that story? <laughs> well, sunshine has the bladder the size of a a pea. Yeah, you, mine's smaller. Mine's we were on our way home like from Vegas, and you wouldn't stop for 150 yeah. miles. You had but a yoga class to attend. We, should, we we stopped at almost every no, we rest didn't. stop. Yes. No. Sunshine so, and I have about the same bladder. Is the problem? Uh, so we were okay on road trips. So uh, all of a sudden, I got to pee now. He had to pee, and I said, no, I will not stop. I refuse to stop. And he grabbed the bottle and, you peed and in the started bottle. Peeing, peeing in the bottle and breathing very heavy on my neck. And Blondie <laughs> while I was driving. I was in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of sexually harassing if you're peeing and breathing on the back of your neck. I was in the back seat. <laughs> and I was leaning forward a little bit to like make sure that I had room. Well, you got to also like give your bladder. You can't be kinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. So you got to... And I was filling the bottle, and then, like, you know how, like, when you're going and you have to go a lot, it's hard to cut it off. Yeah. So I was like, oh, the bottle's not, it's almost full, it's almost full. I almost sprayed all over your car. Yeah. You were very clean about it, I have to say. (laughs) Thank you. And then, um, when we got to, I think it was the next Del Taco. No, we didn't get rid of that until uh, the Flamingo. Oh, it was on the way to Vegas? It was on the. I think it was both actually. Oh no! no it was not on the both way. Ways. It was on the no, way home. No, it, it was, was on, on the, the way, way home because he kept texting me and saying, "Coral." Yeah, because you, want, you wanted to get home yeah. for your. Um, you kept Pilates saying or she wants to take yoga and she won't yeah. let me pee. <laughs> right. Something like that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it was lovely. It was a good story. <laughs> well, we're here at the end of the show. Can you believe it? I have to pee. All that talk about peeing and cutting off penises well, on Star Wars. I, I totally me understand. Too. Uh, this podcast was a little over the place, but we haven't had one like this in a while, and that's okay. Um, we hope that you will uh, subscribe to the podcast, because if you were listening, like you went to zenteaglounge.com or you clicked on the link on Ooh, Facebook that's or my ass. and you hit play, we're glad that you're listening. But to make sure that you download every episode on your Droid, your iPhone, your Sony Ericsson, does anyone still have those? <laughs> I like your, your H- I like it in your cassette HT1? form. Your HTC, your HT something, Whatever. yeah. Um, you want to subscribe to the podcast, and you can do that by going to the iTunes store and clicking subscribe, or you can go to zentigilounge.com and click on the link that says subscribe to this podcast. And like you had to come to my house and do it for me. Yeah. yeah. And, and you'll Sunshine subscribe. will come to your house and, then, and subscribe. And then your downloads are actually being counted, whereas if you go to just the website and hit play, eh, not doesn't so much. Do doesn't shit, Yeah, huh? it doesn't count your... Oh, so sad. It doesn't count your... I'm going to cry. <laughs> And then I'll Sushi. stop. I'll stop getting paid for doing this show. That was very gingery. I'm glad. Good thing I ate a lot of ginger, and the eel and the crab are not what I smelled just now. I'd rather smell that than that pink squirrel. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, well, 
Coral finished it. She Almost. Did. You have one sip left, Coral. Come on, I'm do it. I'm going for it. She's going to drive um, me home. So zentikilounge.com. We've got cocktails there. We've got uh, recipe ideas, uh, rum infusions. Um, it's almost time to start infusing the um, very spicy rum so that you can make rum cake, rum balls, cocktails, all kinds of things. And drink it in my apartment. And I've also made a request to make a... Mold po- wine. Mold wine. I'll have to do a Thanksgiving But you're going to do a Polynesian... A, a Polynesian mold, mold wine or a tropical inspired wine. When you come back wine. from your cruise, we expect a podcast with mold wine. Okay. Yeah. I actually want to record a podcast from the cruise ship. Well, we can't go. No, you can't go. No. <laughs> but maybe that'll be the first one where my new husband will actually be on He's the podcast. He's not going to talk. He's not going to talk. No, he will. He's not that shy. He just doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't care about this. I know. Because I mean, I he, enjoy- he does the behind-the-scenes stuff, and I couldn't do it without him. I, but enjoy- he doesn't- I enjoy standing next to him at Tiki events so he can tell me how much he hates it. It's my favorite <laughs> thing. <laughs> oh, well, that's why we're getting married, because after all these years, he still does The it. senator says the same thing, so I'm just used to hearing yeah. it from Well, yeah. we're the in-front-of-the-crowd people, Yeah. and they're the not. The I'm not almost the, the not. I'm kind of oh, in the middle. Yeah. Um, but thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. We uh, can't thank you enough for joining us. Tell a friend about the show. Yep, I gotta pee. And until next time, mahalo. mahalo. mahalo.